This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Outrage is being expressed today by Alabama congressional delegates after the Biden administration announced on Monday afternoon that it had reversed an Air Force decision to place the U.S. Space Command headquarters in Huntsville, Alabama, and instead keep it in Colorado. Reports started to emerge in May of this year that the delay to confirm the headquarters to Alabama was based on the abortion ban that's in place in the state. That ban went into effect following the U.S. Supreme Court decision regarding Roe v. Wade. Congressman Dale Strong represents the Huntsville area and is promising to continue a fight regarding this decision by Biden. Strong says the Biden administration is ignoring what reviews have concluded about Redstone Arsenal being the top choice for the U.S. Space Command. He also said that Biden is ignoring what is best for our national security by pushing his woke agenda into this decision. Congressman Robert Adderholt says the Secretary of the Air Force should not have allowed politics to circumvent the prior decision for Alabama to be the headquarters, which was based on an unbiased selection process. Alabama Senator Katie Britt called it a blatant prioritization of partisan politics and a dishonor to Biden's oath of office as commander-in-chief. Governor Ivey says this is the wrong decision for national security, and the fact that CNN was the first to report this decision to those of us in Alabama says it all. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall goes on national news regarding the Carly Russell case out of Hoover. Marshall was asked by Fox News over the weekend about the charges against Russell for making false claims to the police about her kidnapping, which never happened. Yeah, I think these are, there's actual costs and there's societal costs. And this is not a victimless crime. Clearly, the city of Hoover, through their police department, as well as surrounding law enforcement agencies, expended significant resources to try to make sure that we could locate not only Carly Russell, but don't forget the allegation involved an infant on the side of a busy highway. And so we put uh, significant resources in being able to try to find both. Uh, now, obviously, we know that that was a false allegation. Uh, and it's our intention and through this criminal prosecution to make sure that we recover that restitution, but also understand the impact on society. You had countless individuals come out late, early, in the heat in Alabama, looking for both of these individuals. And one thing that I don't want to see from this is people become jaded in their response to times where their help is necessary. The Alabama Department of Public Health is confirming that seven cases of tuberculosis have been identified in people who are working at poultry plants in northern Alabama. The cases were found between June of 2022 and July of this year. The ADPH is now advising that TB screening be done for those who work at any of these poultry farms in Colbert, Franklin, Lawrence, and Lauderdale counties. The ADPH will be holding these screening clinics in August in all four counties. TB is a bacteria that affects the human lungs and can spread if the person with TB talks closely or coughs near another person. TB is treated with the use of antibiotics. A manufacturing plant in Opelika is closing its doors by November of this year. This will displace 500 workers at Baxter International. The company makes medical devices that are used for dialysis treatment. Opelika city officials told the Associated Press that this decision by Baxter is not a reflection of the quality of employees in Opelika, but a result of the global market conditions and the demand for the product. City officials are going to be working with state and national companies to find possible replacement companies to step into that space. And other state and local agencies will be helping employees find other jobs and careers. 
Covenant Rescue Group is an organization that was created here in Alabama by former Navy SEAL Jared Hudson. The nonprofit organization is now getting some national attention. Former White House advisor to Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, brought in Hudson this past Monday to be part of his War Room program on Real America's Voice. Hudson spoke about how his organization is focused on breaking up sex trafficking rings here in the U.S., just as the Sound of Freedom movie shed light on former DHS agent Tim Ballard and his effort to break up international sex trafficking rings. What we really like to go after and target is child exploitation. These are kids that are being sold uh, primarily for sex stateside. You still have labor trafficking. You still uh, you still have that. But we look for child exploitation, kids who are being sold for sex, whether you're going after someone who is the consumer, which is the easiest way to target bad guys in the U.S. You go after the consumer uh, or you go after those who are actually selling kids. And then on the federal side, there's the uh, child porn production. That would be um, just any child exploitation, whether it's missing children uh, or children uh, that are being used to produce and, and then they distribute pornography for children. So a lot of it's related to how well we're tied together with these electronic devices, uh, cell phones, computers, emails, uh, not just dark web, but, you know, normal web and deep web. Host Steve Bannon also gave a shout out to 1890 News for its coverage of Covenant Rescue Group. There's a fantastic site. One of the leaders of it is a guy that worked for me at Breitbart, Jeff Poor, and he had worked for Tucker before at Daily Caller. So this guy is very well trained. Jeff Poor is a rock star. They have a great site down in Alabama, a new site uh, called uh, 1819 News, which is the when Alabama was came into the union as a state. Fantastic site. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. National news. Well, life is a beach for President Joe Biden right now, especially when the best friend of his son, Hunter Biden, is in Washington, D.C. to testify about the Biden family business. Joe Biden has decided to not return to Washington, D.C. or the White House following a vacation over the weekend at Rehoboth Beach in Delaware. Biden and First Lady Jill will now be remaining at the beach all this week. Meanwhile, Devin Archer did, in fact, show up to the House Oversight Committee on Monday morning. The transcribed meeting was held behind closed doors rather than in front of television cameras. Archer is going to be questioned on how much Joe Biden played a part in Hunter Biden's business deals with foreign entities. Just before Archer was going to show up to this House committee, the U.S. Department of Justice decided to send a letter to a New York judge and suggest that Archer be immediately imprisoned for a case that he's legally embroiled in that is separate from the Biden family business. Attorneys for Archer argued that he was still in the process of appealing that case. Republicans in the U.S. House called this last-minute move by the DOJ nothing short of obstruction of justice and witness intimidation. Florida Congressman Matt Gates took to Twitter with a fiery post about how immediate emergency hearings should be held within the House if the DOJ letter resulted in Archer actually not showing up. The DOJ has since backed down on its request to the judge saying that Archer should testify to Congress first. And when it comes to the actual testimony delivered by Archer, the New York Post's Miranda Devine has been a longstanding reliable source on all things related to Hunter and Joe Biden. Devine is now posting on social media that Archer told the Oversight Committee that Biden had been placed on speakerphone over 20 times during business meetings that Hunter had with foreign entities and that this move was part of the branding that the Bidens had created to show those in China, France, Russia and Ukraine that Joe would be part of the deal. Democrat Congressman Dan Goldman of New York spoke to reporters outside of the Capitol building. He's part of the House Oversight meeting, and he was there when Archer spoke. Goldman offered his own interpretation of how Joe Biden was part of all of these Hunter Biden business deals without knowing it. It was clear that it was part of the daily conversations 
that Hunter Biden had with his father. Um, and it was, and, and sounds like most of the time, uh, now President Biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner. He was just asked to say hello. Uh, and he would, you know, talk about the, the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was, how, uh, how, what's going on on your end. He, the, the witness was very, very consistent that none of those conversations ever had to do with any business dealings or transactions. They were purely what he called casual conversations. Speckland Forensics has completed its analysis of the 2020 election in the state of Michigan and in particular parts of Wayne County where the city of Detroit is located. The criminal forensic group is considered to have national expertise and they are now reporting that they found chronic and systemic voter fraud, especially in the area of absentee ballots. Speckland Forensics found the rate of illegal ballots to be from 12 to 20 percent and even called into question the authenticity of these ballots based on the type of paper that was used. The report also suggested that if the rate of absentee ballots without legitimate documentation was expanded for all of Wayne County, that there would be over 13,000 absentee ballots with no proper request from the voter or verification. Early on, media outlet Gateway Pundit did several expose reports on the boxes of ballots that were brought into the precinct in Detroit in an unmarked van at around 3.30 a.m. the night that poll workers paused their counting. Joe Biden then pulled ahead in the vote totals against Donald Trump for that county. A New York judge has denied a request from Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg when it comes to the case against Donald Trump. Judge Juan Merchant refused Bragg's request to obtain the emails of former First Lady Melania Trump. The judge found that Bragg's subpoena of those emails was overly broad, and the same judge blocked other attempts by Bragg to gain access to the emails belonging to other White House staffers during the Trump administration. A university in Illinois will be paying out $80,000 to a Christian student that the school administration tried to silence. The Alliance Defending Freedom represented Maggie DeYoung in a lawsuit against the Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville. DeYoung says she was censored for her conservative and pro-life views on social media after a few students complained to professors. The settlement not only pays out money to DeYoung, but it also requires three of those professors who engaged in sending no-contact orders to DeYoung to attend free speech. Speech training. The Alliance for Defending Freedom says a student is protected by the First Amendment to respectfully share their personal beliefs and that the university was wrong to issue gag orders against DeYoung. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 